we might begin today by letting you hear the first segment from our Arts Betten Brings You Bendigo series. Remember, this is the first part. We will be doing it over four weeks. So, yes, you've got a lot to look forward to over the next month. The Gold Rush Capital, the second largest Victorian city to begin with the letter B, and the third city to host a white night. Art Smitten brings you Bendigo. On Saturday, the 1st of September, a few of your Art Smitten hosts, Dana, Andrew and Tom, headed up to the municipality of Bendigo, which happens to be Tom's hometown. The goal? To bring you the heart of Bendigo's premier white night festival in all its arts and culture glory. So, what is white night? A white night is the name given to the evenings in regions of the world with a high latitude. Places where the sun sets late and rises early and the sky never ends the day with blanket darkness. White night festivals are all-night art festivals that take advantage of this endless daylight. Ironically, it couldn't have been less summer-like in Bendigo last weekend with a top of 10 degrees and the darkness hitting at 6:30 p.m. However, it was an arts festival like no other. Over the next 4 weeks, your Wednesday Arts Mitten team will bring you the events that unfolded at Bendigo White Night. There'll be interviews from local and regional punters, reviews of the events that unfolded, and a whole lot more arts and culture direct from the city of Bendigo. And so, as Maria from the musical classic Sound of Music says best, let's start from the very beginning. This week on today's show, we'll bring you the afternoon prior to White Night, including a cultural visit to the Golden Dragon Chinese Museum, a tour of Bendigo with local tour guide, our very own Tom, and the expectations your hosts held for the events of White Night later that evening. We present to you part 1 of Art Smitten brings you Bendigo. So this is Dana and Andrew. We're in the car on the way up to Bendigo. We're taking the Hume Highway and we're going to be taking you guys Art Smitten to Bendigo with us for Bendigo White Night. So stay tuned. We're going to bring you different little clips of audio throughout our journey and we hope that you stay tuned. What do you reckon, Andrew? Sounds good. We'll see you in Bendigo. We just arrived in Bendigo, and we have just met up with Tom. Hello, everyone. How are you? And he's about to give us a bit of a tour around Bendigo, show us all the arts and cultural centres that we've got to see. Well, everyone, we are now sitting inside the Basement on View Cafe in a very lovely boutique room, and Dana, Andrew, and I are planning out our day. I want to take them all around the historical sites in the city. I want to show them my old school, uh, show them the Alhambra Theatre, and um, if we've got time, maybe even visit the tram depot. So, great day planned ahead. And what events have we got planned for today, Tom? We have heaps of events planned. We'll be looking at all of the illuminated buildings later this evening. There's also performance art, which is going to be along there. We might check out the tram queens if we have time, and so lots to look forward to. What are you most excited for, Andrew? I'd like to see the Bendigo Bombers uh, home ground. I also look forward to seeing the gallery. The gallery looked splendid from the um, from the street. 
uh, getting to see some of the historical sites. Uh, Tom's already told us a few things about it, and it really is an incredible town heritage-wise. All the churches look beautiful, so I think the architecture as well, and particularly because at White Knight they uh, project and illuminate so many buildings. I can't wait to see those old buildings projected. They may be phenomenal. Also, to poke around some of the back streets, and we've got a Bendigo expert, so I can't wait to see the other side of Bendigo. It, I think it'll also be interesting to see, because the two of you are new to the city, um, how it looks in the day and how it looks at night time with white nights and for you to you know experience that yeah i'm also excited for the uh projections and to see if there's any live art installations on the street i think seeing some performers you know the the city brought to life because andrew and i were driving up here we're obviously from melbourne not from bendigo and we were being a little bit stereotypical and joking about the farmer life, how it all started out in Bendigo. So it'll be good to see, um, you know, lots of people on the street, see it all happening. I'd like to also say that uh, that Bendigo at night, is, that's an interesting angle as well, the difference between day and night, because um, Bendigo probably has a reputation as a small country town, but it obviously has a nightlife of its own. Yeah, a number of cafes, restaurants. Um, we've got a cafe tram that runs through the city. A very vibrant nightlife here in Bendigo. So Tom's taking us on a little bit of a tour around Bendigo. Tom, where are we at the moment? We are walking along View Street. We are around the outside of the Queen Elizabeth Oval on the um, rear side of its grandstand, actually. There's a football game on, so we won't be able to walk inside and see all the architecture. But, you know, it looks nice from out here. It's quite an old building, to be honest. A lot of the buildings here are really Gold Rush era, Victorian, Edwardian. It is indeed. So this particular one was built in the 19th century, or early 20th century, actually, this grandstand. And it was renamed the Queen Elizabeth Oval when uh, Her Majesty visited, basically celebrating her at the time short reign. What do you know? Facts with Art Smitten with Tom. <laughs> so we're outside the uh, Bendigo Sports Ground and there's a football game just about to start. So there's lots going on in Bendigo today before White Night begins. They're setting up in town at the moment. They've got placards all around town with different numbers on them. I assume that's going to be the different events around town. They're all strapped to different poles. They're setting up stages in Rosalind Park. You just heard there the siren in the distance of the Queen Elizabeth Stadium here in Bendigo. Tom and I are both tragic Essendon fans, tragic quite literally. Uh, but you're saying there's an interesting fact about that siren, Tom. Yes, indeed. The siren we just heard is new. It was only put in a few years ago. Before that, they had an old air raid siren, which is a leftover relic from the war years. Really? So they actually played an air raid siren at every quarter? Every quarter, that's right. So at the beginning and end, you'd hear a... And either the football was beginning or ending or, you know, we were being bombed again. So, you know. That would have created chaos. Everyone would have just sprinted from the stands as soon as as soon as the game began and ended. Well, yeah, it was the 1940s maybe, but I think most of the young people listening or watching the game would have said to themselves, okay, that's a weird siren. I didn't realise they could make that noise. <laughs> and imagine if the we were actually getting bombed here in Bendigo. There was actually an air raid happening and everyone would just think, oh, it's three-quarter time. <laughs> Probably, actually, yes. We are currently standing outside the Bendigo Golden Dragon Museum, which is uh, basically Bendigo's way of saying thank you to the Chinese community who have lived here since the days of the gold rush. It is also home to Sun Lung, who is the world's longest Chinese imperial dragon, soon to be second longest. My name's Jeff Cartwright. I work at the Golden Dragon Museum, and I'm coming up for my 10th year working as a volunteer. And what do you like about the culture scene in Bendigo? One thing, it's called history. And that's what I love, is history complete. Especially with the uh, 
the different styles of buildings, uh, architectures we've still got. That hasn't changed. We're still here at the Chinese Museum in Bendigo and we're talking to Lee McKinnon, who is a researcher here at the museum. What exactly is it about, not just the Chinese aspect, but all aspects of culture in Bendigo? Well, certainly, um, of course, my main interest is the Chinese culture and that has certainly a very rich history of being shared with the public here in Bendigo going back to the 1870s. But also we have the art gallery here as well, which is a, a, a regional centre of uh, particularly visual, visual arts and uh, since around the same time period as well, since the 1880s. So we have, I think we're a very cultural city in many ways and also with that Chinese element, the, oh, I think a pioneering multicultural city as well. I'm here with a prominent member of the Bendigo community, Mr Russell Jack. Hello. Hello, how are you? So your family has been a member of the Bendigo community for many years. How has Bendigo's arts and cultural community changed in your lifetime? Uh, enormously. Like um, Years ago, the Bendigo City Council threw out the challenge to any organisation in the region to put together a tourist destination. My wife, sadly, I lost her 12 years ago, breast cancer, but uh, she was blonde hair, blue eyes, and hair more Chinese than me. She said to me, she said, we can do that. I said, I know we can. We have the best story never told. And this is the story. Tom, we have got our heads against a statue to keep away from the wind. Uh, and you tell me this is quite a significant statue, a very significant Bendigoan. Yes, indeed it is. So this was made by William Varland, who was an architect who lived in Bendigo during the Gold Rush era, so late 19th, early 20th century. And um, he designed and constructed many of the buildings we see around here including this uh, water feature we're standing on here it was removed decades ago to make way for traffic and it's only recently been placed back in and because of uh, Barland's contribution to the Bendigo community they've named this square we're standing on William Barland Place. What exactly was that contribution? So he was an architect a lot of the buildings around Bendigo were constructed and built by him. So Tom is proving to be a wealth of knowledge about his hometown of Bendigo. We are now going to be heading around the west of the city. Is this the west? (laughs) Okay, we're going around the east side of the city. So this is um, Bendigo's premier cycling centre and this is where we hold the Bendigo International Madison, which is basically a huge race meet they do yearly. So we're in near the main square in Bendigo. All the bollards are being set up ready for white night tonight. And Tom's going to tell us a little bit more about the culture of Bendigo. Tell us a little bit about this statue here. Okay, so the statue we have in front of us here, this is George Lancel. He is one of the most prominent and richest Bendigonians who ever lived. He made Bendigonian, a... is that yes. a real word? Yeah, a Bendigonian <laughs> is a person who lives in Bendigo, just as there's a Melbourneian and a Sydney cider and what have you. So anyhow, George Lancel basically made a fortune off of gold. Um, He was one of the richest people who ever lived at the time. And uh, he helped to build Fortuna Villa, his own house, which is about two or three kilometres out of the city. And if you look up at the statue there, you can see in his left hand, he's holding a piece of quartz. Oh, he is too? Yes. So a lot of people think someone's put a bag of chips up there or something, but no, that's a piece (laughs) of quartz. Uh, Next to him is Sidney Meyer Place. Now, Sidney Meyer was also a Bendigonian. He started his first ever Meyer store in this very city, and it's just diagonally across from us, actually, across the other side of the road. So, cop that, Burke Street. (laughs) 
So we're standing outside the Alhambra Theatre, which is now the biggest theatre in Bendigo, which is, Tom has just told us it is the old Bendigo Jail. That indeed it is. It was um, up in use right until 1990. It's situated next door to Bendigo Senior Secondary College and it's a scary sport. So we're just passing the Bowls Club and the Golden Oldies are having a, a tinker. Uh, so there's lots going on in Bendigo today. Everybody's playing their sports this morning before they hit the raging thing that is White Night at 7pm tonight. And that was the first of our segments involving Artspitten Brings You Bendigo. And uh, next week we hope to be bringing you more about White Night itself. But um, that's all we have for this week. Aidan, what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, very exciting. It's good mm. to hear. Like, Obviously, I wasn't up there myself, but mm. hearing that, it like, sounds like such a great thing that they've mm. managed to bring to a regional community town, like mm. shining a bit of spotlight in Victoria, outside Melbourne, which often, I think, unfairly draws too much attention mm. in the arts and culture scene. So, yeah, like, obviously, someone from Bendigo, you have a higher stake in this, or not higher, but uh, <laughs> an interest in this, like, as, as a concept. Is it kind of nice to see your hometown well, getting I, all this sort of exposure? I absolutely think so, yes. And um, you were, we were mentioning during the break as well, Aidan, how, how it is, like, you know, built up this bank of knowledge about my home city. Yeah. Well, when you've lived there your whole life, you sort of, like, grow to become interested in what's around you and you sort of find yourself doing your own research. So you go out to the places and go, oh, what's this all about? Who's this man? Why is he here? I mean, a lot of people would walk past George Lancel's, you know, yeah. statue and say to themselves, oh, there's just an old man. But, you know, I was... Even as a young kid, I'd just go up to the statues and say, okay, who's this guy? What's he all about? And that's how I you know, grew to be fascinated about our city and its heritage. Yeah, and so great that you can share that with people now. And there's you know, going to be a whole bunch of other episodes in which you'll be able to share more and people can hear more about all these things you know about Bendigo, which is such an amazing thing. Hmm.